Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show. I am one of your co hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams, and with me as always, is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. He played not only professional baseball, but also played in the NFL as well. He's vested. If you know, you know what is good, man. Man, preseason is over, and that means you and I got to get to our regular season mode too. Playtime's over, man. This is the real deal in about a week and a half, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, this is our fourth season, we believe. Uh, so, you know, we kind of got in early, and we've been doing this for a while. But it really brings extra excitement, man, and I'm glad they uh, entrusted the two of us to uh, guide the, everybody through this Cardinal season, man. Indeed, and one of the things, one of the changes for this season is that we'll be broadcasting twice a week during the regular season and the playoffs, and so that starts, of course, next week. So be on the lookout for that. The first one will be Monday, and then the second one will be, what did we say? That was going to be Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Mondays and Thursdays, the the Monday show will be a recap of, we'll be looking ahead to what's going on for that that coming week, but more more so kind of a recap of what happened the previous game. So next week is going to be a little different as we kind of look at the season and give our little prognostications in, in preseason or, or, or and give our give our uh, records and things like that. And then of course, then the Thursday show will be looking ahead, really specifically to the opponent, what we see, just our thoughts on on what's been happening during the course of the week. So hopefully you all enjoy that, and you know, of course, where you can find it, believe.com, also SiriusXM app or wherever you find your podcast, just go to Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, that is B-L-E-A-V in the Arizona Cardinals. So this show, a couple things, just just kind of a kind of a wrap up or try to, to put a bow, as you mentioned, on the preseason. Uh, there are a couple things that I wanted to bring to your attention and get your thoughts on. One is the Cardinals, uh, the, the cornerback, cornerback position is still something that is that is making headlines in terms of from an Arizona Cardinals perspective. So a couple of, a couple of, uh, result or a couple of developments there. Also, Isaiah Simmons, some interesting news about him. And then, uh, players cut and released. And then a lot of those players, as I was looking, have been re-signed onto the training squad or, I mean, onto the, uh, into the practice squad. So that's, so again, I, I want to get your thoughts on that. So, so the Cardinals went and, I think they just try. I think the Cardinals are just being unfair. Um, 
because the Cardinals went and they picking on my Raiders again. The Raiders, uh, the Cardinals signed or traded for, let me pull it up. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. That's what, how we do. We're going, we're going to flip it real quick. Cause I, I want Trayvon Mullen. So he's, yes, yeah, so the Cardinals traded to, for Trayvon Mullen from the Raiders. And you say, well, why do you say that, Jay? How come you, how come you say they pick him? Cause it's it, what it, the, the Raider, we got, uh, the, the center that the Cardinals have, it came from the Raiders. When the Cardinals had Valdir, they got him from the Raiders. All those trades and they all ended up being a plus for the Arizona Cardinals. And then the Raiders, it was kind of, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a loss on the, on the Raiders side. The reason I say that is because I'm a Raider fan, even though I do want the Cardinals to do well. And so this was something that was speculated because there, there's been an emphasis or one of the air, the positions, the position groups where there are, where there's concern is the cornerback spot. We had in terms of looking at who was on the roster. Uh, of course you have, you know, the cornerback Hamilton and we'll get with, get to that in a second who they thought, okay, well, he, he's solid on one side and now we just got to worry about the other side and all these things. And, and of course, we live in a dynamic world, but the Cardinals ended up trading for a little bit of cornerback help from the uh, from the from the uh, the Raiders. Your thoughts on this? Because it seems like I mean, it's, it doesn't. The Raiders were going to release him anyway, and so this is an opportunity. It was you know what for a seventh round pick, so it's you know it can, it can go up to a sixth round. I think conditionally, if it could become a sixth round pick, but he has upside. Has just been injured. Uh, has played in what appeared in 37 games since he was drafted in the second round of 2019. 6'2", 200 pounds. Uh, you know, he, he was college teammates with Isaiah Simmons for whatever that's worth. But your thoughts on this? I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's low, it's, it's low risk from, from the way I see it. Well, it's low risk as far as the Cardinals, but it's also for the Raiders. They were like, as you mentioned, they were getting ready to release him. So they weren't planning on getting anything from, for him. The Cardinals come and knocking, and even a seventh-round pick, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, they're like, hey, why not? We're going to release him today anyway. This way, you know, he doesn't make it through waivers. The Cardinals obviously must have had a heads up uh, that, you know, he was on the chopping block. <clears throat> but for them, you know, it's – and, and I, I, I don't want to sound negative uh, okay. when it comes to players especially because I was one of those guys. I was a guy who, I, you know, got released and – found my way on the practice squad my first time around and then other years found my way onto rosters. So I don't take light of that, but for the Cardinals at this point in time, the desperation for cornerback and edge rushing uh, talent, that's going to be something they're going to chase all the way through the season because they didn't address it during the off season. And what happens Jay is we all know if, unless it's a vested veteran that gets released and maybe as an, unrestricted guy and he can choose where he goes. You know, those are far and few between most uh, teams covet that, those two positions. So it's going to be slim pickings in terms of quality out there. So what it turns into, and I, I like I said, I want to make light of this, but you remember Sanford and son, right? It, it was like, uh, you know, uh, basically tr- driving around the neighborhood, trying to see what you can find. You know, oh my goodness! I'm just saying, you know, Lamont's out there in the truck. You know, <laughs> just you know, hey, hey, somebody put something. You know, hey, here's a doing uh, bulk trash days. Yes, sir. You the people that drive around your area, they're looking for something. Man. You put something out, and you're hoping that they'll pick it up by the time by the time you get back home or come back from what, whatever errand that you have to run. And oftentimes, you say well, they wanted that old thing. Bruh, I've put some stuff out over the years, and, you know, you can always tell when things have been looked through. I'm like, who actually came over and 
thought about taking that record, you know, but you know, it, it's it's just the way of the world. And it's also the way of how things work in the NFL. This this time, obviously we had a bunch of guys released. Uh everybody chopping rosters down from 80 to 53 on Tuesday. Then the shuffle comes. You're trying to get guys through waivers so you can go out and grab them back and pull them in for your practice squad. Unfortunately, other teams can do the same and always there's the waiver wire and stuff like that. Right now at this point in time, Jay, because we also we claimed a a a cornerback from uh from the Jets. Uh yes. and Gidry. We we claimed, you know, so we're we're gonna be chasing that position as well as the edge rusher position all through the season. And it's a we're in a bad spot because as you mentioned, we're gonna talk about some injuries already at that position. We're low. Uh, as far as depth, uh, and that's, you know, it's one thing to, to be trying to fill, uh, you know, maybe even offensive lineman holes, but cornerbacks are not growing on trees out there, and that's a tough one. That's a really specific position, and it's going to be really difficult to find uh, good ones as we move forward here, unless the Cardinals are willing to go all in and make a big, splashy trade, but I'm not sure if they're in that market right now. I don't think they I don't think they are either. And one of the things that's interesting in terms of again getting a lot of this information from cardswire.com, uh, but this uh but but the the Cardinals new acquisition. So Mullen was expected to be eh, you know, maybe be the number four cornerback, something along those lines, but because of the who we'll talk about next with Antonio Hamilton, uh he's going to be he might even start now. He might get some playing time week one. So it's interesting you're bringing somebody in and and how 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 simplistic do you have to make it for the for the new guy coming in or you just say here's the book here's the playbook this let your head start swimming you have a week to be able to try to get to get acclimated and do the best that you can so it'll be interesting to see yeah that's a tough one man i you know coming from other organizations different uh, playbooks different terminology different ways to do things you know uh, how they work from the outside in or inside out you know depending on uh you know schemes and stuff like that so uh, to, to, you know, and I obviously everything's becomes, becomes a little more specific when the season starts because you're not trying to digest the entire playbook. It's all game plan now. So hopefully mm-hmm. you have enough time to take those small bites and at least be able to, you know, sometimes I've, I've known, uh, I've, I've seen instances, bro, where it's like somebody's in his ear telling him exactly what he's supposed to do on this play. And I'm not, not just that mm. position. I'm saying like running back, hey, you got a blitz pickup here. Uh, otherwise, you know, you can run a flat, run it, you know, whatever. So it yeah. could be that, you know, we're getting down to the wire like this. It's all hands on deck. So we'll see how they manage it. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So I mentioned, uh, so a, a little bit of foreshadowing. So I mentioned Antonio Hamilton. So he is actually on the IR. He will not return until as, until at least he'll miss at least the first four games, first four weeks of the season because of a, of an accident related to a cooking, a cooking accident. Um, in that, in an injury that his, where his feet were involved. So, um, you know, some degree burns in there. And so again, he'll be out for the first four, at least the first four weeks. This is something where, where a team where just, we, we just talked about it in terms of them making moves and making a trade to be able to try to bring some reinforcements in at the cornerback position. And so somebody who you anticipated as being your number one or number two uh, starting cornerback is now 
going to be out for the first four weeks. Before I get your thoughts on this, it, what's interesting to me, and again, I, I understand, I mean, a couple of the different podcasts that I do, of course, we do believe in the Arizona Cardinals, so we want information about what's going on with players. Um, I also do Disposable Arts with my man Star Saxon and then uh, also Microphone Masters. And so those are, you know, giving opinions on information that you receive in terms that's related to hip hop and then with guests that you talk about, we'll talk to, but sometimes it's the, the, the rampant speculation that comes about because somebody's missing and people often jumping to the worst case scenario. It's, it, that's, that's concerning to me at times, but your thoughts, uh, take it wherever you want in terms of this injury. And I mean, it's some, some stuff just happens, man. And hopefully that is the case. And it wasn't something where it was, um, more where was something more substantial to it that then resulted in those those you know second third degree burns etc but your thoughts on the cardinals having to and i imagine that's part of the reason why they ended up pulling the trigger uh maybe when they did on that trade but your thoughts on hamilton being being placed on ir and missing at least the first four weeks you know you kind of you feel for hamilton because he has been kind of a little bit journeyman you know mostly special teams guy uh finally seemed like he was gonna get his shot to try to shine here. And as you mentioned, Jay, it is speculation. And I'm not about to try to figure out, you know, until we hear exactly from the uh, the horse's mouth what happened and how it happened. And maybe we never will. It's just, you know, it's tragic, though. It is really a shame because, like I said, it, it, it couldn't have happened probably to somebody who, as hard as he's worked to get to where he is, feel bad for him. You also feel bad for the Cardinals to a certain degree because it's like, wow, if this was any other position, we could just wipe this one off, you know, because right. we have people reserves ready to go. This is, like I said, and this is crucial, man. And true. here's the other thing, Jay, and I bring this up. You and I talk about this all the time on Saturdays on the show, Easy Sports Talk. We're at a point, Jay, where we're going to go into a regular season. None of these guys and all of our starters – as a unit, nobody has played together at all except in scripted practices. You know, we're obviously not going 100%. This is going to be a real test to our, to the coaching staff of the Cardinals to have those guys up and running, mm-hmm. everybody on the same page when we haven't done it since January of this year. Here's something interesting, and I just uh, just wanted to jump in. So, if you remember during during the preseason, so during training camp, the Marco Wilson was that was the number two cornerback, right? And then he was demoted, for lack of a better term, and Hamilton was 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 promoted to that number two spot. So, of course, opposite Byron Murphy. But now you have those moving parts, so maybe it'll be Mullen Jr. coming in and taking that number. I mean, getting some snaps because now somebody has to start a, a opposite of. Uh, uh, Byron Murphy with Hamilton being out, will it be Marco Wilson, who for whatever reason, maybe the Cardinals didn't have as much confidence in, uh, again, where some, you can only have, well, I won't say you can only have, but maybe they, he's just not where he, where they want him to be um, going into this season. But yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's concerning, especially when we know who their week one, where the, who their week one opponent is and maybe trying to pick on, uh, pick on the, 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 the Cardinals cornerback spot. Yeah, and, and, and I want to even take a step further back, Jay. I just pulled this up. Remember back in June, we lost a young man, Jeff Gladney, to yes. a, a fatal car accident. You know, that's just, I mean, he was supposed to be slotted to come over here and assist in that position. It has just been one thing after another. And God rest that young man's soul. 
but, you know, it's been one thing after another as far as this defense and that particular, you know, the DBs, cornerbacks, whatever you want to say. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how they pull this all together. And once again, I go back to the fact that we haven't had any work, what I would call substantial work together as a group, our number ones. We're going to be getting Byron uh, uh, out there for the first time. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how they uh, move this thing uh, forward. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, Ed, we know who's going to be called who's the the captain of the of the on the offensive side are probably going to be is going to be that that dude Kyler, right? Um, who's it supposed to? Who's supposed to be the dude calling plays on the defensive side of the ball? It's supposed who's to be supposed David to be? Collins. They had him tapped, didn't they, for that green dot on the back of his helmet? Right, and then you, there was even some word about uh, Jalen Thompson maybe doing that as well. But it comes out that at least to begin the season, that drum roll, please, Isaiah Simmons will be the Cardinals' uh, uh, week one. We'll, we'll call the Cardinals defense in week one. And that was first reported, I believe, by ArizonaSports.com, but not Zayvon Collins. And it's going to be Isaiah Simmons, who's that they call him the, what, what, uh, did they have it? The star backer, right? Star Isn't that backer, the name yeah. of the star backer? I, I, I just, I want your thoughts. Man, I just hope they're not putting too much on this young man's shoulders, specifically because yeah, you and I have talked about this, the fact that they're going to be using him according to the plan. In every way you can imagine, he might line up at safety. He might line up in middle linebacker. They might have him out on a slot against a tight end who's flexed out, uh, you know, covering running backs out of the backfield. You know how much responsibility and how much you have to be on top of your game just to do that alone, right? Now, yeah. all of a sudden, you're going to be taxed with calling out the plays. And here's the other thing. I've said this to you several times, Jay, as the quarterback of the offense, as the quarterback of the defense, is this not hear it in your head, you say it, and we're done with it, right? right. You have to know what everybody else out there on the, your particular unit is supposed to do. Right. I would tell you that story about when I was with the Falcons and Chris Chandler. He wasn't just a quarterback. He knew where each and every one of us was supposed to be. He knew where every slide as far as the line and the pickup. If this guy comes, he's free. So we're not, you know, I got to get rid of the ball. He had to know everything. Same thing goes for our defensive captain. And what I worry about, you got so much on Simmons' hands as far as he might line up as safety, this, but then here, then there. Now you're going to be throwing that on him as well. And it could cause total confusion, Jay. He And here's the other thing. He's got to be mm-hmm. responsible for the front changes. Then he's got to go up, you know, he's got to make sure other guys are in the right spot. How many times you watch a game, Jay, and you'll see a middle linebacker jump up there and pat a guy on the hip to push him over into the B-gap or whatever because, right. you know, this is where we're all supposed to be. I just right. worry that they're going to put too much on his shoulders and he's not going to be in one particular place and maybe in in any two plays in a row in a game. And I just think there were others who were tapped to be that dude that it just hasn't worked out. Okay. And- Go ahead. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna play the optimistic side of this because think about it this way: if he's coming into what his third season, right? Yeah. So was it the first season? 
your head's just spinning. You don't know what you're, you don't know what's going on because you're, 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 you're a rookie and you're, it's just all new to you. And you're, and they're, they're not using you the way that you were used when you were in college. Because again, college is different than pros. That, I mean, that's, that's some, that's, yeah, Jay, we, we understand that. Okay. But then year two, things start to come together. You're, you're understanding more because now you're, you're, you're becoming acclimated. You become acclimated to this, to this environment. And now they want, they, they see that and they see that in the off season. They see that with, and they say, we can expand what you do because we see the development behind the scenes. And now you can step into what we, now you're, you're starting to become Neo. You are becoming the one and we want to give you that. And we want to anoint you as such. Couldn't it be that? I love your optimism. Jay. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and here's the thing. You're totally right. It could be that. Why didn't you start in that direction in the first place? Why did we start with Zayvon Collins and then all of a sudden is our backup plan? Or, hey, no, wait a minute. On second thought, Isaiah, come over here. We rather have, we want you to call the plays. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I, hey, I'm, I'm just trying to be optimistic. Yeah, I, love, I love your optimism, bro. <laughs> I love how you think. It's sunny outside all the time, wherever you are, ain't it? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So lastly, before we, before we wrap this one up, uh, the players that were cut and released, um, is the, what often happens is players that, well, first of all, I want to ask you, were there any surprises in terms of, of cuts, uh, cuts and releases? And then there were some interesting developments in terms of players that were, um, that were, that were re-signed. So, so again, some of those players that were, that were ultimately, uh, that were ultimately cut and then they were re-signed. Uh, some of those include, let me just list a couple. Like one of them was Trace, uh, Trace McSorley. Um, let's see. We had, uh, wide receiver, we had, uh, Kirkland, wide receiver. We had linebacker Luketta. Uh, Trace McSorley was re-signed onto the practice squad. We had, uh, one interesting kind of, uh, cut and then he was re-signed to the practice squad was Devon Kennard, uh, to name, to, to name a few others. So were there any ones that surprised you? Um, I mean, it's, I'm not saying that it's not important because if you're the person and you've, you shared the story and shared it well about, you know, the, the anxiety that puts it, that a player that's on the fringes, that's right there trying to make a team feels and goes through because this is what they've been working so hard and sacrificing for. So it's not to be laughed at, but it, but it's, were there any surprises? Because it seems like there, for the most part, there were most of that roster kind of was in place. It's just a matter of who's going to be second and third string, who's going to be first, second, though, that type of thing. The uh, it wasn't a surprise. I think we saw saw this coming. Couple things here. Andy Isabella, he made mm-hmm. the squad. Yeah, I found out and looking through some tweets today that he reported was reported that he was requesting a trade because he'd rather go somewhere where he had an actually chance to start and play and not be the the the, the depth guy on this roster. The other thing is right now it's a six week clock that just started. Hopkins is obviously suspended. Yes. What happens and who goes when he comes back? So Isabella might be thinking, hey, I don't want to be that dude like looking for a job, you know, seven weeks from now. So I kind of, we kind of saw the writing on the wall with that one. The only other thing that shocked me just a little bit and it worked out for the Cardinals was Trace McSorley. And you might say, oh, he's a third string quarterback. What the, the fact that they released him gave him an opportunity if another, you know, because they wanted him to come back for the practice squad. They showcased mm-hmm. him a little bit. And right. he actually fared pretty well. What happens? You throw him out there, 
And then somebody, hey, we he looked pretty good during the preseason. Let's put him on our instead of putting him on the practice squad, let's put him on our active roster. That was a possibility. And obviously they took the risk. You know, he had the opportunity once he was released, he cleared waivers, he can pick choose where he wants to go do his practice squad duties. But there are sometimes when somebody will come along and just give you a better offer. And I know we're looking at a third string quarterback. I just felt like there's a little bit of a surprise that they took that risk with them because it seems like they like him at least a little bit. But it all worked out for him and for others. And, you know, I'm happy for every dude that got a spot, whether it be on the regular roster or the practice squad. And Because practice squad ain't chump change. Practice squad money too. (laughs) Practice squad get money too. Compared to what I got back in the day, that first year in Washington, oh, my God. I mean, I saw the – I was like, wow, okay. So, yeah. So it's it's not a bad living, that's for sure. Now – Not a bad living. It, this is this is just kind of random again. So as we get ready to to set the the table for next week, as we begin, as the bullets are are for real, how what's your feeling on loyalty? Because I often hear fans or people or those in the media talk about loyalty when it comes to players. If a player wants to leave, a player has maybe they've had they maybe they've been the second or third in line, so to speak, and then they want to go somewhere else. They want to seek a better opportunity for themselves and they're often maligned for that. I'm the kind of guy, maybe I mean, you know, we we both own, you know, we were entrepreneurs in our own rights and things like that. So I'm I'm for the little guy doing those things. I think you have to be mindful of what your your contract situation is and the promises that you made by signing that dotted line on paper but even those businesses that sign dotted lines on paper they try to maneuver as well and they operate on those fringes quite a bit to be able to try to get what they want to improve their team and do the best for their bottom line in their business i'm so i i think that loyalty when it comes to the to the front those frontline folks which are the players is really overrated because the business will cut you in a moment and we see that even if they love you they say i love you but you got to go so what I just your thoughts on that? You're talking to a dude that got released in the middle of a week when I was with the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> loyalty? I mean, <laughs> the teams have no loyalty to the players. I mean, every one of them, when they all these guys when they went in to the uh meeting and they got cut, man, we love what you did here. You know, unfortunately we gotta let you go, but we you know, we hey, we appreciate everything you did for us. Next. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> so, hey, we and then before you walking out the room, the person coming in, hey, coming we in. love what you did for exactly. us. We appreciate so, you. So I got a saying, bro. Uh, every man for himself, God for us all. So you, you, when you're playing sports, it is a business. You have to be loyal to yourself, your family, and then you know you can be loyal to fans and organization down the line. But that's so far down the line, bro. It's all about, like I said, it is a business, and it, it stinks to think about it in that manner. But when it all comes down to it, anytime they can cut you and, you know, not owe you a dime and thank you for all the hard work and the service, you know, good luck moving forward. Hey, you better be thinking about yourself. Sure, I heard that. So again, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Starting next week, we'll be we will be having two wonderful episodes a week. In the beginning of the week, we'll be looking back on what happened in the previous in in, in terms of that week's game, and and it's kind of the things that we see, just kind of 
breaking it down for lack of a better term. And then the Thursday, uh, the Thursday show, we'll be talking about the upcoming game. So looking at the opponents, things that we've seen, developments that come from practice. And of course, what's not only the opponent, but, uh, but the Arizona Cardinals as well. One of the things for those who are new to the show, and if you are, thank you for, thank you for checking us out and tell a friend to tell a friend. But as is probably evident, Ed and I are not the kind, and we'll have guests on as well. Oftentimes we have our brother, Casual E. Earl Burnett, and we have, uh, uh, Oftentimes the, the, uh, the, uh, somebody from the Believe family, maybe to talk about the opponent that's coming up. And so we'll, we'll continue to do that as well. But you'll often, you, you'll hear us talk about kind of the mental side of things or just kind of breaking it down from a different perspective as opposed to the, the quick tit twitch, as I always like to say, and <laughs> all those things. So we try to bring some, uh, so hopefully some levity. And we know that some folks like my man E here, Easy E here, he, he lives and dies with this season, uh, with the, with NFL football and also Little League World <laughs> Series. Don't let that man fool you because yes, he loves the Little League World Series. Congratulations hope- to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got to get you out to Hawaii because I've been there twice and we need to get you out there. That's for sure. But uh, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. Next week will be it's the first opponent. Hmm, I wonder who could it be. It might be a tomato can. Oh, no. It is <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs that will be coming into town. So that will be interesting. The first two, first four weeks are going to be a gauntlet. So we'll be talking about uh, them on, uh, on the show on m- the Monday show. So looking forward to that. And then, so on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. This has been Believe in the Arizona Cardinals presented by Bet Online. And as we always like to say around this time, uh, you can time to get it kicked off, Jay. Till next week, be easy out there, folks. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.